Walking in the End, that's the simple title of the sermon this morning. You know, we all need to have moments in life where we have endings and beginnings. And throughout our lives and throughout the years, there are always times of beginning and ending. Yet for us as a whole, let's say, as a not just the United States, but the world, we mark a change in time with the beginning of a new year on January 1st. It's a big event in many ways. Everybody begins to think that, well, it's a new year, and so things are going to be different and some things are going to be the same. That is all true. When I was much younger, a little boy, I always marveled at the changing of a year. Two reasons, really. One is my mom and dad would let me stay up till midnight on New Year's Eve, which was really kind of unheard of, and uh, we would watch Guy Lombardo. And he would bring in New Year's with old Lang's eye. You know, I can still hear him and see him conducting and still hear the big band playing old Lang's eye. Now, for those of you younger, Guy Lombardo was a big band leader from the 30s, 40s, and 50s and continued into the 60s. And I think his last performance was in the early 70s for bringing in the new year. Uh, then it was Dick Clark for a long time. And for those of you who are young and don't know Dick Clark, well, he was an original disc jockey of American Bandstand, and that is different. And now we have a many different set of people bringing in New Year's. There's the great crystal in New York City. There used to be the guitar in Beale Street in downtown Memphis, but I hear the guitar's out. And down in Mobile, Alabama, you know, there's the great moon pie drop. And so the odd ways that we bring in a new year. A couple of times I have been at church services where we had a watch night service praying in the new year and enjoying communion. One of those I remember was that uh, Presbyterians and Baptists came together at a local Methodist church, and we were having a watch night service, and the, the most interesting thing was it was a Catholic priest who was delivering the message that night. And I thought, well, this is really something to behold and see. And so different things different things, but it is, if you will, that marking, that turn of events. And for this, as I said in my prayers and acknowledged earlier, this is the end of the year 2019, and in just a couple of three days, we will be writing 2020, not 2019, 2020, so a decade change. Of course, I still write 19 in a lot of things and uh, catch myself, you know, oh, it's 1978 or it's 1990, who knows. But 2020, a decade 
change. Now, for a moment, for a moment in your mind's eye, I want you to think about where you were and what you were doing on December 31st of 2009. That was 10 years ago. Just casually think about where we were, what was going on in your life, things like that. And think, what has changed in that decade? And the truth of the matter is that when we look at it like that, a lot of things change. 2009, I didn't have any married daughters. I didn't have any grandchildren. I did have them all out of college at that point in time. No small thing. But I think about that and what has transpired in that decade. And some of us can look back for many decades. And some of us haven't yet lived a decade. So we think about that and we see that. And so we know that we are entering a new decade. I read an article last night online that said, good riddance to the, 29th, to the 20 teens. The author did not have a high opinion of the 20 teens and was ready for not only a new year, but a new decade, as he said, which is very interesting in that regard. One of the things that this points us to is that, yes, even though we are alive and well and doing different things, time seems to keep going. Right before Christmas, Jim Jones says, didn't we just celebrate Christmas? And the answer was, yeah, a year ago. And that is the sense that we have. There has been research done as to why younger children experience time slower than older people. And the older we get, the quicker time goes, whereas the younger we are, the slower time goes. And the answer was very peculiar in my estimation, but may have. It says that younger people, especially children, can perceive life much more rapidly than we can. Their brains are not filled up. And they can take in so much more and understand and see so much more and experience so much more that time seems to be slowed down, which is kind of interesting. And they said, as we get older, we don't process things as fast as we used to. And so it takes longer for us to think and do things, and therefore time speeds up, because we're still thinking about it. <laughs> now, there may be some truth to that. It's kind of an inverse relationship. But I do know, I think a lot more about things before doing something. Whereas when I was younger, oh, let's just go do it. I think like that, that yard needs a lot of work. I need to think about how I'm going to do that. <laughs> There's truth in that. And so <coughs> we experience one day, we are eight. Decade later, we're 18. Decade later, we're 28. A decade later, we're 38. A decade, 
Decade later, we're 48. Decade later, we're 58. Decade later, we're 68. And then it keeps going. And we wonder where it all has gone sometimes. And is the coming of a new year such a wonderful thing? It reminds us that we are the creatures of creation, not the creator of creation. We are not the ones who own time. We are the ones who experience time. We are the ones that God has placed, and we have no control over the essence of our lives and the time that goes by. In the first chapter of Genesis, of Revelation, Jesus says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, in case you don't know, and Omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. It's like saying, I am the A and the Z in our English alphabet, but I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and everything in between. He says, you know, I am, I was, and I am to come. The same words that God used to describe himself in the burning bush when Moses first encountered God on the holy mountain. I am. I am who I was. I am who I will be. I am who I will be, who I am. All the tenses, and it reminds us that God is the creator of time itself and stands outside of the confines of time. And the only time that God came into our time in a real way was when Jesus was born and in his life. At his death and his resurrection, God brought Jesus back out of time in that sense. So, Jesus says at the end of Revelation, I am the root, the offspring of David, the bright morning star. It is a star that we are reminded of here at Christmastide, a star that pointed others to come and find the baby born to be the savior of the world. Jesus remains that bright morning star over all the years of time. In verse 12 of that last chapter, he repeats that he is coming again and that he is the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You know, our lives here in this world are really, when it's all added up, very short over the course of history and time, over the course of creation and the universe. And we seem sometimes to worry about that, especially as we get older or we are confronted by illness or accident or war or pestilence or some other thing. But you know the truth of the matter is that 
all of us have a given set of years. We cannot add to them and we cannot take away from them. We think that we live forever, but not in this world, we do not. And so we need to hear again what Jesus says. He says, I am the first and I am the last and everything in between, I am there. I am the Lord of all creation. It is in that sovereignty of God that is articulated in that phrase, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the alpha and the omega. It is there that we draw our greatest strength and hope in this life. Because left unto ourselves, this life would have seemingly very little importance, very little reason to live it, to keep it. But seen through the eyes of our Lord Jesus Christ, who knows all things and who is there, we have the assurance, we have the promise, we have the realizations as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ that we belong to him from the beginning to the end and that he has promised when all things end, there is something new from God. We call that eternal life. We call that everlasting life. We call that the kingdom of heaven. We call that the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many names. But it should be to us a comfort, an assurance, a strong word of faith and hope to us all. So what does that mean for the year 2020? It means this, that as we enter the year 2020, we are reminded that it belongs to God just as much as every other time belongs to God. We enter it knowing that there will be joys and sorrows. We enter it knowing that there will be hardships and times of great plenty. We enter it knowing that there will be disappointments and surprises. We enter it knowing that whatever happens in life, we belong to God. And we are God's. And we can endure, and we can love, and we can celebrate with whatever comes before us. This Christmas season has been difficult for several families. And they look to the closing of this year and to the fresh starts at the beginning of a new. And perhaps many of us do as well. But even in the hard times, 
it is important to remember who holds us all, who has held us in the past, who holds us now, and who will hold us tomorrow and in the coming new year and in the coming new decade. So I look at the coming new year, knowing that I'm going to be a year older in a little while. I look at it and I say there is still much to be done. I look at it as an opportunity to serve God, to be with my family, to serve the congregation that God has called me to these many years. And I don't look to it as one who is afraid. I don't look at it as something to be feared. But I look at it in the assurance that God is already there. That is a powerful thing. To know that the God we worship and call Lord is already in the future as he has been in our past and as he is in our present. The beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, the first and the last. Believe in me, says the Lord, for I am faithful and true. May God be with us and bless us in the coming new year. Praise be to the Lord. Amen.